Welcome to the Num One Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the timeless journey from no one to number one. I'm your host, Jake Shannon. Thank you for tuning in. It is the number one podcast. I am your host, Coach Jake, and uh, I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about today. Today, we're going to talk about this concept that, that I don't know, I just made it up, but it's just to get to, a, to the point. Identity design, okay? There is one of the smartest guys of the 20th century and into the 21st century. Uh, his name was, uh, hey, what's up, David? His name is Thomas Zaws. Passed away a few years ago. Uh, he was a, what I think the best way to bill him was he was the rebel psychiatrist, okay? He stood and he held the practice of psychiatry's feet to the freaking fire, all right? He was brutal and because he was right that most of it's bullshit, okay? Now, he has a wonderful quote, a couple of them, uh, especially with regards to identity. I spend most of the day in a workshop getting clarity for my business and it had me thinking about um, identity. Okay. <clears throat> so here it goes. The quote, uh, there's a couple quotes I'd like to cover by Saws and I'm doing it from memory. So don't, uh, don't get too crazy on me. Okay. So what's up Augustinian Alexander. So there's a quote about identity. I, uh, Thomas Saws says, he has a couple of them. I think are great. He says, um, that identity is something is not something that you find. Identity is something that you create. Identity is not something that you find, but it's something that you create. Okay. And I think that's in, in, uh, in response to all these people that are always saying like, Oh, I got to go find myself or, you know, something to that, uh, of that nature. So identity is something that, uh, that you create. So I wonder how much you have actually taken responsibility for that in your own life right? Have you, have you actually taken it upon yourself to create your own identity or do you take the identity foisted upon you by media, government, um, you know, are you, do you identify yourself by the check boxes on a fucking government form? Which I, I'm just going to be real. That's really fucking sad if you do. Because my identity does not fit in any of those fucking checkboxes. Shit, my race don't. Anybody who's done 23andMe knows that there ain't no purebreds out there, man. Everybody's mixed. I got fucking Neanderthal, African, and Asian in me, and I look white as hell, all right? So there's no checkbox for that, right? Where's the, where's the uh, you know, 2% Asian, 1% Neanderthal, 1% Asian, or uh, African and Irish and Mexican and Dutch and German checkbox. Okay. So fuck off with that shit. Start defining your own identity. Don't let somebody else define it for you. Okay. This is actually where I am a little bit sympathetic to these people about, you know, gender is a construct. They get stupid with it. I mean, dude, there are men and women, biologically speaking, let's not get crazy and let's not fuck up the Olympics by having, uh, you know, men that had surgery go compete against women because we see what's happened. It's fucking stupid. It's fucking unfair. 
It is. It's, it, I mean, it's like, if you're a woman hater, that's definitely like in line with that, right? So, um, along the line with that, uh, with Thomas Sawes, I, I'm going to, I got three quotes. Okay. So identity is something that's created. You don't find your identity, you create it. Okay. And you need to take responsibility for that because if you're not creating it, somebody else has, and you're not being critical about it. You need to sit down with a pen and paper and write that out, figure out what your identity is. Okay. The other quote that I love from him that is relevant is that the battle for the world, this used to actually be the banner for my old uh, radio show, Mental Self-Defense Radio. I gave Thomas Zoss's very last uh, in-depth radio interviews, which is very, uh, something I'm personally proud of. You may not, you probably don't even know who the fuck he is, but he is like a huge hero, Mike. Just such a brilliant guy with so much integrity and stood alone in the face of an onslaught of so many people trying to criticize him and all he had was critical thinking and he defeated them all. He's been vindicated. He's like a genius. Okay. And, uh, anyway, so he had another one that I like. It says the battle for the, for the world is the battle for definitions. The battle for the world is the battle for definitions. So this goes along with identity. Do you define who you are or do you let somebody else define who you are? Right. And the last one is, he said in the animal kingdom, the rule is eat or be eaten in the human kingdom, it's define or be defined. Okay. So I'm curious how, and, and you can hit me up in the chat. You can, uh, whatever, however, you know, that's the only way we can really communicate here. But I'm curious, like, do you, to what extent have you examined the way that you define yourself? Is it truly something you have thought out and hammered out and gone over on paper over and over again to create the identity? Or have you just taken the identity on, maybe it was your mom, maybe it was your dad, they said you were dumb. Maybe it was a brother or sister said you were stupid or, uh, or, or they said you were smart. I don't know. But have you actually done the work to figure out what your identity is? That's the question today. That's what, what I want to know, Right. Because I think it's important. I literally spent eight hours today going over uh, in this, it's called, it was a clarity workshop. So I could really narrow down like what it is I do. Now, here's the thing. You may have, now don't fucking fuck up my words here. You may have multiple identities. I don't mean like dissociative identity disorder, multiple personality shit. Okay. I'm not a big, I don't really know that that's even real. I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of skeptical that that's even real. I know there's documented cases, but how they fucking know that the person isn't lying or it's a difficult thing, okay? I'm sympathetic to people that might have uh, problems. I'm not saying people don't have problems, but, it, you know, is that actually some sort of thing? I mean, I'm, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I remain agnostic about it. Uh, I'm totally not sold. It's the other way of putting it. But we all have different identities. And okay, so I just asked you, you know, if you've actually taken it upon yourself to design your own identity. And in that was an assumption that there's only one identity. There, you have many, many identities, right? So, so you know, you might have one identity or de- definition of yourself when you're speaking with your family or your, or your friends or your husband or your wife, your spouse or your kids or your boss, 
Do you know how you're kind of a different person depending on the situation, right? When you're doing your hobby or your passion versus doing your, your day job. So, I would challenge you to sit down with a pen and paper and define yourself. First and foremost, I would define myself to myself. Who am I? Who am I? What do I stand for? What do I believe? What are my experiences that have led me to believe that? Okay? So what is your identity to yourself? And what is your identity professionally? Right? So, I would love to hear from you guys. I know we got a bunch of people out in the chat. Um, For me, I I define myself. Now, today, that workshop, I was working mostly on defining myself uh, in a professional standpoint, right? In particular, I have a couple different identities professionally as well. And so I was really focusing in on, um, on my scientific wrestling business, right? Because I'm scaling that company. I've set, set upon myself an enormous challenge, um, which I do all the time, again, 10Xing, <laughs> to uh, reach every man, woman, and child and get them involved with the sport of catch-as-catch-can wrestling as either a fan, athlete, coach, or a, a promoter or business person. That's huge, man. There's like 8 billion people on the planet. That's a lot of people, man. Okay? So that is the undertaking that I have set upon myself. So I need to scale. And to do that, I needed to get very concise in my messaging. So I can tell you some of the, the stuff that I worked on today, if you're interested. Oh, Augustinian... Alexander says, I think there's a Japanese saying that everyone has three faces. They're public, they're private, and they're self-face. Okay, I I think that's probably true. I might say there's more than three, but those are certainly three, right? So you have your who you are in, in, uh, in public, and then you have who you are in private. So let me just, I'll read you, uh, let me read you the bio that I, that I hammered out today. See what you think of it. Now, again, this is only for my... Uh, I actually have multiple ones. So, uh, bear with me. I'm going to read them out. Okay, so, here's one bio. The, my first draft. A master of coaching people in both business and grappling. Since 2003, he and his team have, thought, have taught thousands of athletes worldwide and generated millions of dollars in revenue through scientificwrestling.com. In 2007, he invented the mace bell and with it, the modern mace fitness movement. He earned a master of science in financial engineering uh, in 2002 and has scaled startups to over a million dollars in revenues. Okay, that's one bio. That That was one take, one way of me trying to define myself in one context, right? So you're going to have different identities in different contexts. Does that make sense? 
But I think you need, this is a, a useful exercise. I made up three different definitions for the same context because I want to see which one resonates the most with people because I have my own, as, as Augustinian Alexander was saying, I have my own personal identity of who I am or who I think I am. And then other people maybe have a perception of who I am. And I need to maybe find the one that I think that matches, you know what I mean? That, that resonates with everybody that's harmonious. So the second one I have a former professional financial mathematician and professional wrestler who learned both business and wrestling from legends with an advanced degree in analytics and having apprenticed with the world's very best. Jake understands the science of both wrestling and business. As a coach and promoter, he's helped athletes all around the world. That's just another one. Okay. Yeah. Alexander, it's like when you edit your resume for certain jobs. Exactly. So you're presenting a certain identity. Hopefully that's true because, you know, if you get the job, they're going to fact check you. Or if in, in my case, you're a business owner and, and or a public person, which I really hate that idea because it somehow people think it a lot, it opens you up to fucking shit that I don't stand for. Um, I think it's a bunch of bullshit. But anyway, that's beyond the point. Um, again, I'm not allowing other people to define me when I say that I'm being public about something. Um, anyway, the um, it is the context. You're right. So you want to make sure that that. Um, because your reputation matters. That's why I've been able to do what I've been doing for over 20 years um, is that I've been actually doing these, delivering it and getting the testimonials and the proof and the evidence, right? So it's actually, it's a complicated situation because, you know, I could say I identify as a fucking cat, right? We're going through that right now, right? Where some people are getting so crazy on this shit Oh, I identify as my cat self, my meow self or some shit. I mean, okay, that is like fucking ridiculous, okay? Because there's no way to, to, uh, to provide evidence of that. In fact, you could find contrary evidence to that. Hey, what's up, Kaiju Wrecking Machine? What's up, bro? Good to see you, man. Have a good time in grappling, dude. Go uh, throwing down some fucking cradles and Nelsons. Use them as setups for submissions. Try it, dude. It's fucking sick. All right. Anyway, um, as I was saying, uh, let me get, I'll give you the third one. This one's a little longer. I don't like it as much, uh, but I, you know, you've got to experiment with these. Okay. Jake Shannon is the founder of scientific wrestling, a company devoted to improving grappling literacy and performance. He's been featured in black belt magazine mentioned on the Joe Rogan experience podcast a couple times invented the fitness mace movement and revitalized the entire sport of catches catch can wrestling. Jake's practical methods help fight gyms grow and scale their businesses with the hottest, most exciting grappling solution of all time. Scientific wrestling. That's actually pretty good, man. I don't know. Shit. It's going to take me a minute to figure that one out. (laughs) Which one I like better. Right? So anyway, I was working through that. That's, that would be like my bio, okay? But then you can also have kind of a personal brand, if that makes any sense. So, you know, the, for, in terms of branding it, I, I came up with, I help fight gyms make more money through an accelerated affiliate program 
with an amazing grappling curriculum so they can earn a fantastic ROI doing what they love. Assuming that that's running a gym and, and teaching people how to uh, win <laughs> in the sport of grappling. So, you know, what is your, how do you, de- now that's my, that's like my, prof- like my public professional identity that I spent a long time working on. Okay. I have, I have other ones that I use uh, that for, for various purposes, right? Uh, one that I was looking at today, I'm the go-to solution for business leaders that suffer from anemic revenues. I help people collapse time so they become freer faster. Just fooling around, right? Now, this is also what I go through when I am coaching clients as well, right? We need to get very firm on what it is that we do and very clear about what is it that you, that you have to offer. Why should people engage with you? Why should somebody hire you? Okay. Now that could be like a job interview. I don't think personally, I think being a worker bee is a, is a dead end situation. Um, I did my best to work a job. Like I was taught as I, cause I'm fairly, I'm not old, but I mean, I'm older. I'm going to be 49 this summer in a couple months. And you know, when I was coming up, that was the deal. Go to high school, go to college, get a graduate degree, get a great job. And I did all that shit. And I don't do nothing with it today because it's all bullshit. The reason is, is life changes, man. And when you have institutions like public education and even higher education, which is largely subsidized by government stuff, they're not very uh, responsive to change. And so while the job markets have radically changed, everything's been Uberized and Zoomed and... (laughs) But the, the, the structures, the pedagogical or, uh, institutions, the institutions of learning have not kept up, right? It's, it's, uh, it's travesty. It's awful. So what are we to do? My solution is to figure out how to live by your wits. Average grappler. I'll hit 49 in June. Yeah, dude. So you're a month ahead of me, dude. One, I'm, I'll be uh, 49 in July. So what? 73, right? Um, it's crazy, dude. I don't feel fucking almost 50. I sure as hell don't act almost 50. <laughs> I mean, I got the wrinkles, dude. I look like fucking Sharpay. But other than that, I feel pretty good. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, I'm just curious, like, how would you use this right now? Use this in the chat. As an opportunity, I'll read it. If you, I mean, if you don't want to read it, don't put it in the chat, of course. But, um, you know, how do you identify yourself, right? <laughs> 29. Dude, I ain't a fucking boomer. My kids call me a boomer, too. I'm Gen X, motherfucker. Get it right. You got to go get on some Wikipedia or some shit. So what are you, a millennial, 29? That's all right, dude. Millennials are awesome. I don't got a problem. A lot of people hate the millennials. I got no problem. That's between you and the boomers, dude. I like millennials. Uh, I like Gen Z better though. Sorry. That's the guys underneath you. Um, yeah. And so I was, uh, you know, I was working on my branding statement. Here's my branding statement. Uh, this is about the, the new scientific wrestler affiliate program. So basically 
what it is is it's like a um, it's an affiliate program for grappling for uh, fight gyms, right? So let's say that you own, I don't know, it could be an MMA gym because that's where I where I found most success is MMA gyms love our stuff because we don't really have belts or anything. We don't give it's more like what we teach is more like boxing. There's not fucking belts in boxing except championship belts, right? So, um, but it's grappling. We're we're like a prize fighting oriented grappling system. In, in catch catch can scientific wrestling, so uh, this is a curriculum that I've worked on, co-developed with Billy Robinson. I took a lot of information and technique uh, in my mentorship with Wade Chalice, as well as well as uh, Carl Gotch, Dick Cardinal, a lot with uh, Gene LaBelle, and created this system um, that I've been working on and touring the world for 15 years teaching. I've taught thousands of people this system have multiple coaches under me that help teach this uh, through scientific wrestling. So I created this affiliate and it's basically a business in a box. So like you can affiliate uh, with CrossFit and you can lean on their branding, right? You could draft behind the brand CrossFit because it's a well-known brand. It's been around for years and whatever and people will come in. You could do business and actually make a living doing something you love. I've done the same thing, launched it this year, already have three affiliates and I haven't even really started marketing. As you can see, I'm still hammering out the message and whatnot. Have three affiliates already. Uh, my my goal, just so you understand the structure of the program, uh, it's pretty cool actually. So not only do you get like, say you affiliate with, um, I don't know, we had one guy uh, leave uh, Machado and come and affiliate with us. Or, you know, the, you got people like 10th Planet or Gracie Barra or, uh, you know, Gracie out of Torrance or uh, Eric Paulson, who's great, CSW. All these different affiliate programs where you can have affiliate gyms, right? So um, I do the same thing as they do on one one thing. Now, I'm a business development guy and I'm really good at it. And I have a degree in financial engineering. I'm super creative. I'm an, a seasoned entrepreneur, very successful in, in a couple different areas. So, you know, I wanted to make it the best, right? It's called the number one podcast. So I got to live up to the brand. So uh, it does everything all those other affiliates does do, right? You get a brand house, you get a marketing suite, logos, you get uh, your name at scientificwrestling.com uh, email, you, you can use the logos, all that kind of stuff, okay? Additionally, you get two full paid tuition for our coaching catch certification program, which uh, is highly acclaimed, been around since 2007. Uh, it was formerly known as the Certified Catch Wrestler Program, has gone through multiple iterations and improvements, um, is the first of its kind. Most other systems that followed us uh, came up through our system and then ripped it off, tried to. Um, but none of them were co-developed by Billy uh, specifically and can make that claim. Um, so you get two of those. Each one of those is $5,000, so that's a $10,000 value right out the gate. $10,000, okay, included free, two of them. Um, now, that takes a couple years to earn the full coach certification, um, as it should. It's not a rubber stamp. It's difficult. It's challenging. And we only have a handful of guys that have it right now. Um, uh, average grappler, is that accelerated or completed through the camps? So that's what I'm working on right now. Um, it's mostly through the camps. So basically each camp is worth um, uh, 25 units. 
Okay, I think that's what it is. You know, it's been a minute since I drafted it all. But uh, each camp, basically what it is, is it takes 10 camps to reach assistant coach. Okay, and it requires another 10 camps to reach full coach. Now, that's not a rubber stamp. You can't just come to 10 camps and then 10 camps and still suck. You, you have to have basic competency, and so that's why you're there. It's, we're constantly watching you, making sure everything's tight. Um, there are ways that you can accelerate. Let's say you've won some medals in some decent-sized tournaments. That will count towards credits that will accelerate you so you don't have to do all 10 camps. Um, we also have online options as well uh, that can be uh, uh, substituted for a, for a couple camps. I'm not a big fan of all online training or even like it's a small portion that's allowed because wrestling you have to do in person. You have to have the feel. Um, sometimes there's just slight angles and, and inches that need to be adjusted. You can't do that on a screen. And sometimes you have to feel things. So uh, you have to be in person for the majority of it, okay? Um, but you can accelerate through it, okay? Uh, so you get tuition paid for two of those certifications. So, okay, first of all, you can make money through the branding, right? You could put a fucking brand on your window, push the hell out of it, sell merch, t-shirts, anything with scientific wrestling on it because you're my partner on that at that level, okay, as an affiliate. That's one. Two, you can then start teaching classes. You could start teaching seminars. You could start putting out instructional videos, and I will help you. Uh, I could. I produced millions of them with high-level names like Wade Chalice. I produced uh, two of his sets. Um, well, actually three, and then um, like Billy Robinson, Carl. Like I've done a bunch, right? And I can help you. Um, that's the second way you can make money: uh, seminars, that kind of thing. Now, the third thing that nobody else is doing that I like is resale rights. I have quite a hell of a uh, library. It's It's been called the Library of Alexandria Grappling, and that's all the stuff, in the instructionals that I've either produced or dug out and got the rights to uh, at Scientific Wrestling. You have resale rights. You get 50% commission on any of those that you sell. That's something nobody else is doing. So you actually have an alternate income stream besides uh, the branding, selling merch or anything like that, or selling lessons or selling seminars. So now you have three revenue streams. And then I added a fourth. And that is you get the license to the King of Catch tournaments. So in the same way that our uh, Coaching Catch curriculum was co-designed with Billy Robinson, Coaching Catch Rules is the only one co- uh, catch wrestling competition. It was the first in 100 years, by the way, too. So number one, again. Um, but it was co-designed the rule set with Carl Gotch. Documented. So um, this is the... The Scientific Wrestling Wrestler Affiliate Program is the, the undisputed, number one, best leading, uh, not only certification program, but affiliate program, period. I mean, it's not even... Second place, man, we're leaving the solar system. They haven't even left the atmosphere, basically. I mean, honestly, it's just just facts. It's not bragging if it's a fact. Um, and then, so you could start actually running King of Catch tournaments out of your own gym. It draws a lot of people into your gym, raises awareness, gives you a lot of legitimacy in terms of uh, competition. And the thing that really I think is the benefit, and I touched on this earlier, is that we're like boxing. The only belts that we care about are gold. So 
you know, there's some stuff with like IBJJF and whatnot where certain level people can't do certain level things like heel hooks or neck cranks and things. We'll teach a guy at the level which he's at, not based on some belt system designed to turn you into a cash flow and keep you on the hook for 10 years or whatever before. I mean, we don't care if you're, if, if you're a D2 or D1 wrestler and you come in and you're smoking the black belts, dude, you put them on the competition team. Why wouldn't you do that? Why has he got to go through all this fucking bullshit? Right? So anyway, this is, uh, this is my, my brand message. Uh, that I have a, uh, an exciting grappling solution for fight gyms looking for a tough and accelerated system where the only color belt that matters is gold. Boom. See, but that's cause I've taken the time and I sat there all day penciling it out, right? Trying to figure out what the brand was. You can check that out by the way here. Let me put this up on the, uh, I'll put this up for the, uh, YouTubers and, um, LinkedIn and Facebook people, scientificwrestler.com. Sorry about that. Instagram, I don't have that functionality for you guys. Um, which is really weird, you know, because to podcast, I use this solution and it allows me to broadcast live to almost any platform except Instagram. It'd be so nice if I could just do everything at once, but I don't know. And it's weird because I could do it to Facebook, but not Instagram, but they're both owned by Meta. I, I don't get it, man. Really weird. Anyway, um, yeah, so long story short, you need to come up with your own personal identity. Now, you know, if I'm maybe writing a book or giving a speech, not to an audience of fight gym people, because that's who my audience was right there. I had to be pr- conscious of the context. Who's my audience? But let's say I'm going into my... Um, you know, I have my company Thales Coaching, right? So let's say I I, uh, I go to Thales Coaching, and I'll read you actually, because I've worked on that one too. I don't. I, I should probably have all of these memorized, but I don't. Um, so so if I'm doing my business development coaching, I have my master's in financial engineering. I've started. Uh, I have I've scaled several startups to a million dollars plus. Uh, I invented the mace and the entire fitness mace movement. I revitalized sport, all that kind of stuff that I use when I'm talking about my leadership and business development consulting. Uh, that pitch, that identity is I help leaders devise brilliant strategies, demolish employee disengagement, uh, and grow revenues via proprietary leadership and business development training. Works, right? So, you know, other times I will describe myself, depending on the context, as a family man, because that is part of my identity that I've worked hard, consciously designed. I came from a broken family. My parents divorced when I was four. My dad got married and divorced four times. My mom, I think, uh, two times and then had a long marriage, a relationship that was basically common law and then that ended. So they weren't really the models for how to maintain a long relationship and I've been married, uh, I think, longer than in all their marriages combined now uh, to my wife. Uh, so we've been together 17 years now, three kids. I, I'm very consciously and decidedly so a family man, right? doesn't mean I'm perfect. I, you know, sometimes I lose my temper. Sometimes I, I mess up and stuff like that. But, you know, I've really worked hard 
to make that a priority in my life. In fact, it's my number one priority. So, you know, with myself, we were talking about, and, and uh, Alexander was talking about, you know, you're, right, you're the Japanese public-private self and, and uh, one that you don't even admit. Um, but for me, my my personal identity to myself is that, you know, I'm a, I'm a family and businessman, right? That's That's what I am. Now, to the point, I don't allow somebody else to define me, right? So this is where I started with Thomas Zaws in the beginning. I don't let somebody else define me. So somebody says I'm an asshole. Shit, I don't know. I could be to them, but I don't think I am. I try not to be an asshole. Sometimes I'm an asshole, but sometimes I think people deserve it. So, you know, but my point is, is I'm not going to let somebody define me. I'm not going to be a checkbox on a fucking government form, right? I don't even really like being a demographic on Facebook, like 49, white, uh, makes X amount of dollars, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I don't, I think they really are missing the complexity and nuance and all the different identities in the different contexts, right? So so I find it fitting that, you know, Thomas Zaws at the beginning, if, if you missed it, you can go back and listen to those uh, quotes, I, I'll, I'll try to round them off. Basically, he said that uh, Thomas Zaws was a brilliant thinker, one of the most uh, vocal and, and brilliant minds in psychiatry in the 20th century. And he had some very interesting thoughts on identity. He said, identity, first, it's not something you find. Identity is something you create. So you have to take responsibility and you have to design it. Okay. Average ga- grappler. I got to schedule that phone call. Dude, do it, man. I fucking post that shit all the time. You know where it is. Come on. Let's get on the phone, dude. Let's blow your shit up. Um, so, uh, um, but identity is something that is um, that is something you create. Not something like, I. oh, I have to go on a trek to find myself. Dude, you just goes up to 10 for the first, for the next 100. I'm going to let the first 100 affiliates in for $10,000 flat, and then it's a $500 maintenance fee, you're not going to find a better affiliate program with a better return on investment than the one that I designed for scientific wrestling. I fucking guarantee you that. Guarantee it. Okay? After that 100, it will probably... Now, I can't promise with inflation, dude, this shit's fucking nuts right now. But I'm thinking it's going to be $250 a month just ongoing things of that nature, right? What's up, VVV Athletics? Hulk smash. So you're identifying as a Hulk, Hulk self? Um, yeah, so uh, a lot of this is just name calling. And this is really where Saws went too, that a lot of psychiatric fucking diagnosis, that's just a fancy fucking word in psychiatry anyway, for name calling. Oh, you're depressed. Oh, you're a schizophrenic. Oh, you're this, that, and the other thing. When there's actually no somatic pathology, no nothing you can look at on a blood slide, chemical read, a, you know, chemistry test, uh, X-ray, no lesion that can be biopsied and looked at under a microscope. It's all just made up because these are behaviors that are difficult for other people, even though they're different. Okay, so anyway, uh, they try. It's it's this attempt to hook medicalized jargon to things and create labels and stigmas for people, right? So this is what I'm saying. Like, you're not the label. You can define who you are. And that 
battle for the world is the battle for definitions, right? So that was Saz's second thing that I thought. And he said, you know, in the animal kingdom, the rule is, you know, eat or be eaten. But in the human kingdom, it's define or be defined. So, you know, I think you have to make a conscious effort first to define yourself. Second, to define yourself in all the relevant contexts for the relevant audiences that you deal with. And then third, you have to defend that. You have to be willing to stand up and fight for what you think is right. And you also have to be open to the fact that maybe your definition is not congruent with reality, okay? So if you identify as a cat or the Hulk or something, you know, you might need a little bit of fucking fine-tuning. You know, you're kind of missing the boat there. Like, you're not the Hulk, you know, or you're not a cat. You don't have a meow self type of thing. So, I mean, it's fun to play, right? But if some, some of these people try to take it real serious. And we see that playing out politically. People trying to play the victim or try to create a narrative around it, and that's fine, but you just need to be aware of it, okay, so you don't get suckered if somebody's trying to take advantage of you, okay, or trying to turn you into a, uh, a monthly cash flow because they've diagnosed you with ADHD or something, and you need to take this cocaine uh, identical pharmaceutical supplement and turn it into a monthly cash flow, right, so uh, this skepticism is healthy, that's a healthy skepticism, no pun intended, it keeps you healthy, right, um, there is, I talked about this in a prior episode, uh, 